Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That's our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, faith-filled, fantastic Friday. It is Father's Day weekend as well. A big shout-out to fathers all over the country. I know a lot of people call me and email me and say, Sam, why, why does everybody talk about Mother's Day and nobody talk about Father's Day? We do on this broadcast. Father's Day is an essential day. Uh, celebrating mothers and fathers is vital in America, right? So there you go. Uh, we will, with Scott Bradley, second hour, be talking a lot more about Father's Day as we come into this weekend and how vital fathers are in our society, how vital uh, fathers are everywhere, including our heavenly father we'll talk about that uh so be ready for that okay so there's a couple of days of recap that i have to do we didn't get to the recaps yesterday too much so on wednesday we had on mr ken cromar please support barbie and ken ladies and gentlemen versus goliath irs if it could happen to ken and barb it could happen to you or anyone miracles in god we trust.com is their website and we talked about the video where Barbie and Ken got attacked at their home by a 75-man SWAT team just for protecting their rights. It happened September 24th, 2020. And uh, the judge basically now, in all the cases they're involved in, there's like 15 cases or something crazy as an outgrowth of this fiasco. But the judge in one of the cases created a gag order against Ken. And the judge said, hey, I don't want this on social media. I don't want trial by Facebook. The judge makes it sound like that's to protect Ken. We want a fair trial, not on Facebook. The truth is the government in bed with the media is leaking their side of the story, but Ken's gagged from his side of the story. So there's a lot Ken could not talk about. But he's been battling these clowns for four and a half years to try to find justice. It's taken 15 court cases to finally get to a trial by jury of Ken's peers. And we kind of talk about what is due process of law. The idea, the principle is that an individual can't be deprived of life, liberty, and property without appropriate procedures, guidelines, and protections to make sure that he gets his day in, his, his day in court, that he faces his accuser and more. Anyway, a right to a speedy hearing and trial. Innocent until proven guilty. Land patents evidence, etc., all at the core of this case. Why did this happen to Barbie and Ken? We believe it's political payback for local politics. So they take it national. Remember, it's the local school mom that goes down there to the school board complaining because she's not happy and she finds out, oh, they went all the way to the FBI and she's a terrorist now. 
That's what happened to Ken, too. You want to learn more? Miraclesingodwetrust.com. That was the first hour. The second hour, Barbie and Ken versus Goliath IRS continues. And we talked about the Obama IRS joke. I played the soundbite where Barack Obama literally joked about sicking the IRS on people. Shortly after we aired that interview with Ken uh, and that soundbite from Barack, Joe Biden literally gets up on stage and mocks that he's going to sick government on people and put his enemies in jail. This is their pattern, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a joke. We also talked about True the Vote wins historic $2 million lawsuit against the IRS. Remember back in the day we heard the IRS was persecuting and causing trouble for uh, conservative groups? Well, Kathleen Engelbrecht and others at True the Vote fought for over a decade but won a couple of million dollars from the abusive, hostile, unconstitutional, satanic IRS. Yeah, so then you say, what's next for Ken and Barb? June 27, 2022, they say a week of trial by jury. So what questions would you ask potential jurors to filter out people in a jury pool to find your peers? We talked about that. We talked about what are we to do? There's a lot going on. Anyway, that was Wednesday's show. Thursday's show yesterday, we had our guest on Mr. Eldon Stahl, field coordinator with the John Birch Society, jbs.org, thenewamerican.com. And we also had our guest on Mr. Dinesh D'Souza, 2,000 Mules. We talked about the documentary film that exposes widespread coordinated vote fraud in the 2020 elections. Believe it or not, it's sufficient to change the overall outcome, says Dinesh and others. SalemNow.com is where you can watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's a must-see. Dinesh D'Souza, by the way, challenges Bill Barr, the former attorney general under Donald Trump, to a debate. They say the level of ignorance displayed by former former Attorney General Barr is truly stunning, writes Art Moore. Anyway, so uh, Bill Barr basically saying, ah, oh, there's no vote fraud. Dinesh D'Souza saying, you're off your rocker, buddy. Let's debate it openly. The question is, will Bill accept the challenge from Dinesh? I offered to be the moderator for such a debate. Yeah, they said, can you be fair, Sam? I said, yes, I can, and I laid out how the debate would go down under my uh, moderatorship, if you will. We also had our guest on Kelly Finnegan talking about constitutional currency, gold and silver in the Honest Money Report. And we also talked about beware of the deepening crypto downturn. Coinbase, by the way, is laying off 18% of its workforce following job cuts at Gemini and Crypto.com. Jesse Powell, CEO of crypto exchange Kraken, has challenged the use of preferred pronouns. Yeah, who can use racial slurs, saying American women are brainwashed. Anyway, launched a huge battle between his employees and everything. Where do you go with freedom of speech here? The Fed announces biggest rate hike since 1994. Uh, that's going to go crazy. It's going up three quarters of a point. Virtually unprecedented hike or rate hike from the Fed. We also talked about 81-year-old Anthony Fauci now has COVID. Our prayers are with him, but um, I don't know. Do you call that ironic or what do you call it? That was hour one yesterday. Second hour, Sam gets attacked in the news. Constitutional sheriffs and the election fraud. Conspiracy posse, writes Chuck Tanner. And uh, it's an absolute shameful, dishonest article. 
It's nothing but a hit piece on Sam and just about everybody else under the sun. Uh, anyway, so we talked about that in great detail, how dishonest that article really is, how out of context they're putting things. And then with Eldon Stahl, we talked about the recent large spending by the Convention of States Political Fund. Yeah, they're funding all kinds of candidates uh, that want to promote a constitutional convention. I stand a 1,000% against a constitutional convention. A con-con won't do us any good, folks. We also talked about Representative Betty Thompson, Democrat of Mississippi. He's the chair of the January 6th committee. Claims there'll be no criminal referrals of Donald Trump or anyone else to the DOJ. Wow. After we literally promoted the Russian dossier for a couple of years, spent $30 million, absolute nothing burger. Now we go ahead and talk about January 6th and how evil of a corruption and treasonous insurrection it was and now we're not going to charge anybody? We're not going to look at the Donald, the supposed leader of the treason? Uh, hey, the inside deep state swamp is beyond imagination, folks. <laughs> While they continue the clown TV show at prime time, uh, what a shame this has become. All right, that's a recap of both days. Thanks for your patience on that. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use starts now. We have two guests with us today. Greg Hanna is one of them. And another one is Bruce Boatlock, or Boatlock. Uh, and he, uh, both of these gentlemen have an interesting website that they brought to my attention called TipNow. That's T-I-P-N-O-W, TipNow.com. And Greg says, hey, Sam, this is a must-see. Uh, Sheriff Mack and you at the CSPOA need to look at this. It's going to be incredible. It's going to help stop shootings across the country. Uh, and it's a great piece of software. Um, I went and looked at it, though, and I thought, you know what? I really can't support this software. So I emailed Greg back and said, hey, I can't support this software. And he wrote back and said, why? It'll save lives. And I understand that's the prevailing view. Uh, but I also understand that this needs to be discussed. And one of the hallmarks, in my opinion, of the greatest country on the face of the earth is fair, open, honest discussions. Um, you know what? I don't want to attack them because I disagree. What I want to do is bring this to your attention, ladies and gentlemen. And I want you people to decide what you think. So there's two of them, one of me. Doesn't sound like it's a fair deal, right? But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I can take it. We'll just talk about it. It's not a battle of who's right or who's wrong. As much as it is an education, bringing this information forward to you for you to learn about and for you to decide for yourselves. I don't need to force you to believe what I think. This is where the mainstream press, in my opinion, is off their rockers. Why can't we bring things up that we disagree with? Are we afraid? Why not an open dialogue in America and let the prevailing view um, or, or let the, the views be heard and the prevailing view? People can come to their own conclusions and decide what they want. So the website is tipnow.com. And the slogan for the website is see, report, prevent. When we come back, Bruce Bodlock and Greg Hanna will talk to us about their incredible app. We'll do it all in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live.
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Right, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Bodlock, Greg Hanna with me. Both of them are experts in IT, and they put together a new app, ladies and gentlemen, to help prevent shootings around the country. See, report, prevent is the tagline. Tipnow.com. Bruce, tell us about the app, sir. Um, basically, it was developed from a professor, um, uh, and basically, he was also a pastor. I was a teacher, and um, after the shootings, he was concerned um, about, you know, the safety of his own classroom and, and the things that they could do. Um, so from at that point, around 2008 or so, 2009, he started actually developing the app. Um, first, it started out with texting, uh, which was great. Uh, police departments used that. But then uh, we started developing that the police departments themselves, if you know, someone actually had have a ability to video and live stream, they would know what they're approaching, not just shooting. Um, it can be drugs. It can be uh, anything on a campus, a problem, bullying, um, anything to do with uh, sex trafficking, uh, any various things that people really don't know how to describe or what's going on. Instead of trying to talk to someone at 911 and they're trying to get the information out of them, they can just hit video and it's a live stream and literally the police can see what is happening, but this is only instituted by somebody. So it's not as if we are actually tracking them on our app like other companies do. We don't do that. We don't sell the data. Um, we don't mine the data. We're not about that. We're just simply about, hey, when somebody has an incident, something's happening, they can get video to the authorities. And sometimes it's not the police. Sometimes it might be or need to be the fire department. And we're working on you know, connecting it to 
proper authorities working with um, you know, law enforcement uh, of all types of how do we minimize that lag time um, of getting the right people in the right place at the right time. And we are not storing videos or anything as well. It's really just send the police department. They do what they need to do with it in law enforcement um, or pictures can do that as well. Um, but again, this is only activated when a person has a situation. All right, Greg, do you want to add to that a little bit? No, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the app then. Who installs Who installs it? Uh, how do you get it? Do you have to pay for it? Break down the, the usability for me. So um, basically you just go on just to, you know, Apple Play or you go to the Android store. You download the app as an individual who uses it. Um, and then basically it will, you know, you, you, it will pull up some names basically located as like say in your area and you know kind of, hey, I'm part of, uh, you know, let's just use Sacramento for an example. Um, police department, boom, that's who I'm going to be connecting my links to. Um, so they have that part. Then we just go to various police departments and they basically set up a, a station and it's a, they log on, they download basically the app interface with, um, it's a cloud operated platform and that's it. It's that simple. Um, how it's being paid for is the actual police departments. This is so inexpensive, it's not even funny. I mean, it's a dollar per citizen per year. That's it. We're not into it for big money. We're into it because a lot of us are Christians, um, actually just, all of us are really, if you want to get honest about it, and we're looking for options no, to no, get no, back I get it, to. But, but hold on. So if a sheriff's department deploys it in my county, my county is a place called Utah County, Utah. There's about 750,000 uh, people in the county. So it would be $750,000 uh-huh. per year. Yes. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, our children, we would sit down with the police department and say, well, actively, how many people are you meeting? But the reason we went through that was because we had schools doing it. We have churches looking at it, but we're like, wait a minute, why are we having all these different steps in different places when the law enforcement needs to cover an area? So if they come in and say, okay, we're just paying a dollar a person, the 911 reduction, the reduction of sending police out when they really shouldn't even be going out. So there'll be all these are the cost reductions that come into play. Um, but that's getting all the technology, that's covering all the customer service. We're going to be looking at future developments, things that they want to develop. And, and so in the scope of what the police department is looking at, um, our, our area is a little smaller. We, you know, don't have quite that many people in the one area we're looking at and what we do. But there was like, in our budget, this is extremely affordable. So for them, they were just, that's it. I'm like, that's it. And that covers the whole city, town, territory. So, and also, if people come in to visit into your area, they can actually pick up and, and, and say you're from, let's just say I'm from another area and I come into your area, and if I have tip now, it'll pick up and say, do you want to connect to the local area while you're visiting in this town? We don't charge for any of that. So as people are coming in and out traveling with safety, hopefully they're already, you know, doing their other area, but people can come in and use it as a, a, a use when they're visiting us in a certain city and making a whole city safe. And like I said, not everybody's going to be using it. So that's something that we discuss with those police departments. But, you know, for many of them, it's 
a few cars with this, it's that they they've got the money and the resources. So why not? All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have the summary of the app. Individuals download it. They partner with their city, their school campus, the authorizing organization, uh, if you will. Uh, And then they can basically um, provide tips. They can go ahead and and report in. So let's talk about how that happens. So now uh, I've got an authorizing organization, just say my county. Uh, I go ahead and download and install the app and put it on there and connect to my local um, municipality or or business or, or school or whatever. Uh, the authorizing party, so to speak. Now what happens? Day-to-day use, what happens? Um, so basically, if you have a, 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 a situation, and the reason a lot of times it works well with kids, I'm just using them to start with, is because we're not tracking them, and they can actually send these in, and honestly, so they don't feel like they're being a tattletale or anything. They can literally just take a picture and send it off, and it goes to the authorities. Now, by the words that they use, and one of the things that we did do was to help filter out what needs to be of a very high importance to the police department, is there's actually language recognition that we um, use that actually if someone says bomb, gun, this, that, that will put it into the system, which helps. This is called 911, so it's the new 911. And basically, they come in, it comes in and puts it into order of importance and lets the person in 911 know, hey, this is related to active shooter, hey, this is related to drugs. So they know where to actually respond in that queue. Now, if they go to full video, the, if they want to go to full video, it will actually come in as a video and, and they can actually communicate through that without giving their name or any information at this point to the 911. But what's really amazing is they can actually take this video and we can actually stream it across multiple police officers phones who are maybe on site or headed on the site so they can see real time what is actually going on in the situation that they're dealing with um so it's another way of looking at it it's just it's a new 911. all right so we're saying it's like a super uh 9-11 and uh i understand that so let's let's dig in a little bit now who would send these uh tips kids or anybody or what anyone that has the tip now and how do we determine so who who gets to install it uh we we don't it's just done by the certain city and area so they come on they know roughly who's in their area they have uh, amber alerts and all that kind of things so they kind of already know a lot of what's going on in their community of police officers all right now um, i understand so i'm have... a 13 year old kid yeah uh, someone's kind of bugging my girlfriend and so I just send in a tip, man. This guy's crazy. Now what yes. happens? Well, basically, first of all, it's going to get reviewed in the sense that someone's sending that in. They can send notices back that, you know, hey, we're not going to, we don't deal with that. If somebody is abusing the system that consistently is calling in, which they deal with already, they get all kinds of crazy calls that come in. Um, I, I didn't realize how much that was an issue inside the department until I actually sat down with law enforcement. But um, they can actually say, hey, we're going to block you if you keep this up. You know, you're not actually doing what this is designed to do. So they have the power to you know, block somebody, reply back to saying, hey, this is not what we choose to, you know, this is not the kind of things we handle. Don't do it again. And, they, you know, at this point, we haven't had a lot of those issues yet. So that's been a good thing, I guess. All right. So my concern primarily is this. I get the 911 capabilities, but my concern is putting this in the hands of everyone uh, to literally connect 
show video, call in, and literally be rat on your neighbor. And you know what? In the scenario where there really is an evil shooter or a bad guy or somebody like that, you know, we would want to alert quickly. I get it. Uh, But, you know, for example, in the Texas shooting, they alerted virtually immediately. The cops were literally on the scene when this guy was not even in the government school in Texas yet. He was outside going ballistic with a gun. The cops were there. They didn't engage him. They didn't stop him. They knew about it in plenty of time. They let him go in the school. He stayed in the school for over an hour and a half and created a mass murder mayhem. And they literally did nothing to stop it, even though they were there in plenty of time. We saw the same reality in Florida. So getting them there earlier doesn't seem to help. But yet, if we're not careful, we'll talk about it. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. A third American is missing in Ukraine. U.S. Marine veteran Grady Kerpesey was living in Wilmington, North Carolina before leaving for Ukraine in March, according to his wife and friends. The stock market fell sharply a day after the Fed's three-quarter percent rate increase. The Nasdaq fell 4.1 percent, its worst close since September of 2020. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went below 30,000 for the first time since January of 2021. Hedge fund manager Stanley Drunkenmiller at the 2022 Sun Investment Conference. And I'm pretty strongly assume we're going to have a recession sometime in 23. I just don't know whether it's going to be in the early part or the later part. And again, um, it's a guess. It's not a fact. Basketball's Golden State Warriors win their fourth championship in eight years overnight, beating the Boston Celtics 103-90 in Game 6. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. World Cup locations in the United States has been announced. FIFA has announced the 16 cities in North America that will host a World Cup match when the men's tournament commence in the summer of 2026. New York, New Jersey, Los Angeles, Dallas, San Francisco, Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, and Philadelphia are among the list. There will be 10 matches each in Mexico and Canada, while the U.S. will host 60. The site of the tournament's final has not been announced yet. From the USA Radio News Los Angeles Bureau, I'm Ellie Andrews. The mostly partisan January 6th committee is asking Virginia Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, to testify about her connections to January 6th. 
Both Bernie Thompson and Liz Cheney said it was time to bring the Supreme Court Justice's wife in for questioning. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Bruce Bodlock with me. Greg Hanna with me. We're talking about this Tip Now service. It's an anonymous reporting service that provides communities with a way to communicate concerns about individuals with the potential to commit violent acts in schools, government facilities, and within the general public. I get it. I think the idea is honorable. I really do. But it reminds me of the Hitler-esque, let's just report rat on your neighbor. We're going to have surveillance. We're going to have everybody with a simple button they can hit to report you and me and whoever else. And, yeah, we can stop people from abusing the system, kind of. But that assumes the system, that the cops, that the school, that they're the good guys, and that they'll make wise, evaluative decisions about you and me. So when mom comes down to the school and says, I don't want you to teach me or teach my children about perverted sex and and critical race theory and all these goofball uh, agendas from the Communist Manifesto government schools, A, then all of a sudden the school board member is just going to hit the button and go, this person's a terrorist, man. Send out the buddies. And if the cops agree that, hey, you know, we've kind of been watching Sam Bushman, that guy, he's a talk show host. He's a little bit extreme there. And, okay, if you're not very careful, what you get is this Saul Alinsky idea that everybody is the eyes and ears of the government, of the powers that be. And they're going to give them an app with a button that you can hit that just flat out says, hey, this guy is a problem. Uh, And so when you have been in my business for 25-plus years, uh, and I've literally had all kinds of uh, attacks on me, dishonest reporting on me, uh, I've got friends that have been literally, you know, uh, attacked and all these things going down. Uh, The last thing I really want is the eyes and ears of the government high-tech apparatus to be deployed in my area. Because you know what? They're likely to uh, attack me while they let the shooters go. While they let the bad guys really go, they're going to attack guys like me. I remember back in the day in, in Missouri, they had anybody who had a Ron Paul sticker on their car. You know what? There was a MIAC report released to the cops that said, hey, anybody with a Ron Paul bumper sticker, beware. They're probably armed. They're dangerous. They have very strange sovereignty political views. Okay. And we thought that was very strange, but we used this, the this, um, Freedom of Information Act request and everything else. We got this MIAC report, and we proved that the cops were literally in association with each other to report on and look at us as the bad guys. So now I innocently go there uh, with my car, and I got a Ron Paul bumper sticker on my car. I'm doing nothing. I may be going to a family reunion, but now all the cops are going, there he is. And the last thing we need is everybody and their dog to have a button, to hit a button going, Hey, Ron Paul sticker guy out there, or whatever the case. So I've made my points uh, that it can be very concerning to put this kind of power in the hands of government who have proven themselves, in many cases, to be criminalistic and to hate anybody who's really, at the end of the day, a Christian. Uh, so let's go to Greg Hanna, who hasn't talked much. Do you want to respond, sir? Well, you know, I see your concerns. Uh, you know, I'm concerned about the government uh, being overwhelming on our lives totally. Um it is something that is the future, but at the same time, how do we deal with it uh, in the future? And uh, I, I agree with you in the sense that we don't want to turn out to be like Nazi Germany, rat right on your neighbor. Um, uh, 
you know, I kind of have those same concerns too, at the same time. Um, we got to move on for sure. Um, but if it does save lives or it does save one person lives, we, we can't negate it. And, and uh, I, for one, will never trade my security for liberty because you know what? Yeah. The founding fathers warned I will neither, end up with neither. 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 I know that well. Bruce, do you, do you want um, to add to this now and respond to that? There's my concerns. I think I've been very polite yeah. and open to kind no. of learn about the app and everything, but then very direct about my concerns. Bruce? No, and, and we all have the same concerns because we're all uh, believe in the Constitution in this country and love this country as well. Um, those kind of things, you know, what's nice is we'll actually be able to be in a situation to see this kind of stuff. And realistically, what we're not using it for a continuous bandwidth of, ooh, let's over-police and let's do X, Y, and Z. Now, I'm with you in a sense of like, yeah, why didn't the police go into the school? Why are they standing on the outside? Those are next conversations that we do need to start having. But the, the real question comes down to is the police, you know, as well are not running in on our app and saying, hey, well, chase this person or, hey, look at this. This is something that comes from the community. It's no different than people who are already calling in. They're already going to call in the police department or whomever and bug them. This isn't an app that the police run around and they can play things in between each other. This is like 911. And, and literally you're coming in. What the difference is, is we have video. So let's just say uh, kids think it's funny to say bomb in school or something. Well, first thing they're going to say is, Please take a video, get photos, engage us. So before we go crazy, and, and one of the things that we can do is when they hit that, as it comes to us or it comes to the tip now, they can look at it and say, hit video, ask a few people. Boom, before they go and say, hey, everybody in the school scatter. We don't just turn over all that to a bunch of kids or people to try to, you know, do, I would call almost evil, bad things and abuse a good system. And no matter where we land in the society in the world, um, you know, you know, I've, our founding father said, you know, lose God in this country, you will lose America. And that's something I think we really need to get focused on for another conversation. But people and humanity will always abuse stuff. And I don't care what it is, including free having the right to bear arms. We have people abusing a great truth that is a reality that the country needs to have its citizens armed to be protected from who? Enemies and different things. But guess what? There's going to be people that are evil that do bad things that take and abuse that. People will abuse freedom of speech. People, oh, yeah. So we have there's to no balance. Question about, there's no question about that. We have to balance tech, between that. Tech is neither good nor evil. It's in the hands of who's using it. And all I'm saying is yeah. putting this in the hands of government uh, at all levels, including law enforcement, if you will, it seems to me like a disaster just because of what I've brought up. Now, here's the next question. They want to really promote contact tracing because the COVID, don't you know? Uh, wouldn't this be a great yeah. way? Wouldn't this be a great way if you think someone has COVID, the, the guy over there sneezed? You just press your button and go, there's a COVID crazy <laughs> over here. He's trying to come out here and infect all of us and kill us all. Here's the video yeah. of greg that's that guy <laughs> and now you just team that up with the driver's license database and the picture of greg matches the picture of greg just imagine this goes ai and now we got a whole dossier on greg oh <laughs> that's that guy that talks about freedom on the radio isn't it Ooh, that that's guy coughing sneezing <laughs> spreading covid I'm, you know, and you can say i'm extreme but this is the stuff we literally see already 
we would just be giving them yeah. them the next high tech tool to abuse, right? And would willingly well, be no, signing up for it. No, no. Well, here's the beautiful part: we can coordinate the AI in a way to say we're not going to recognize certain little things of that crazy nature. So we do have the ability to put in through the AI to say. Oh, hey, this is not related but, to anything with COVID. But, but when you say we, so, who decides now? So now you have a board and you have a board of Christians and one of the developers is a pastor. So we're talking about people of good faith. But you also have and the CIA no and the where, FBI no that matter. are going to demand a back door and you got government entities that are going to demand certain provisions and certain uh, authorizations and certain uh, mandates of, right? Well, what happens is... is um, unless it is a validated for a court issue needing evidence in a sense like, oh, hey, here was a shooting, here was this, here was that. The communications are anonymous, and the reality is after we're done with them, they disappear. If it's like just something like, oh, hey, somebody coughed on me, it's out of our system. We're not going to keep that stuff. And we're already working well, I, on this. I hope you're right. You know, there's this famous company that promised us that kind of stuff too. Do you know what their name is? Google. Yeah, they literally said, oh, we drive by your house and take a picture of your house and put it on Google Earth and everything, but we're not going to keep them, or we're going to, or we're going to this, or we're going to that. And it turns out that you know what, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, every one of them has kept data against their promises and against the law, and there's been no repercussions. Yeah, Section two thirty, isn't it? But they can kind of pretty much do whatever they want, being the internet folks, and then they push things on a certain side, and then software does this, but this piece over here. Yeah, and the reality is, imagine if Christians, and I've said this over and over, if we'd have stepped up and owned Facebook, we'd have owned Google, we'd have owned uh, YouTube, how different would the world be? But we as Christians stayed away from the tech, and we didn't get engaged. Now we have nothing, no control, no ability to have any righteousness brought into those areas. And I have friends that work at Apple and different places, and they would love to leave. They want to go somewhere. But has anybody started a Christian, real big Christian tech company? Where these people could leave? Nope. So we have to start doing something because doing nothing hasn't gotten us anywhere. But, but except allowed certain people massive control. And, and believe it or not, the church. believe it or not, this is the first argument that you've given me that I believe has merit in the sense of, hey, the reason that we're all being abused by this tech is because we've allowed it to fall into the wrong hands and we have no place to go uh, when they use it against yeah. us. There's no doubt about that. The next question, yeah. we'll, which we'll get to really quick, is, hey, who will be the moderators for these things? Does, does every police department and every school have to put together these moderators that will review these things and do all that? Who's hired to do that? Because I sure don't want them to be like them fact checkers the government and the media is putting together. I'll tell you that right now. All right, hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. The website, if you want to learn more, tipnow.com. I really don't want to talk about this, but I will. I'm just so mad. I didn't get asked to the junior prom, and it's raining, which means by the time I get to school, I'm soaking wet. Dad picked me up just after I left, and I was so mad I got out, and he said, wait, your mom said to give you this. I forgot my lunch money, and then I dropped it in the water, and I was late for history, and so at lunchtime, I had to find something on John Stewart Mill, which, of course, our library didn't have, so I had to walk all the way down to the office to call my mom, and she found something on the Internet and called me back. And Karen, she wouldn't even help me, and that's a whole other story. But Dad helped me conjugate nouns or whatever on the way to the swim team workout. 
And then he read my history paper while I was in the pool. And of course, I forgot the bibliography. So I had to do that with my mother when I got home. And it made me totally forget that I put my jeans in the washer that morning. And I hate it when they sit wet like that all day and smell like mildew. But my mom said she put them in the dryer while I was at the swim team. And you know, I'm just not gonna go to the prom. No matter who asks me, I just wanna stay home with my mom and dad. Family. And just hang out. Isn't it about time? Unless Dustin asked me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Calling all patriots! Come meet a modern-day hero, Tom Jones, on day 68 of his 76 marathons in 76 days on behalf of the American Village West. We'll be at the Liberty Hall in Far West, Utah, on Friday evening, June 24th at 5 p.m. There will be free food and drinks. Who is Tom Jones? Loving Liberty's Sam Bushman interviewed him on day one in Alabama just moments before he began his first marathon. Get to know Tom at unitedwepledge.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We have two guests on the line, Bruce Bodelock, Greg Hanna. They're both IT professionals, and they're with a professor and a group of people that have put together tipnow.com. It's an app that you put on your phone. You communicate with municipalities, schools, governments, whatever. And then uh, if there's problems, you can report those problems. And the idea is to bring people there faster so that we can keep our society and our schools safe from shooters. Or whatever kind of situation, uh, kidnapping, whatever you see, see something, say something is the idea. Oh, that's the government idea, right? That's what Biden wants. See something, say something. Report on all these local domestic constitutional terrorists, don't you know? Uh, and so who's going to evaluate this stuff? When a tip comes in, let's say you get 10 tips all in a row. Tip one, hey, there's a crazy shooter here. Tip two, hey, I'm just... Uh, a constitutional carry American. I don't mean anybody harm. Tip three. Oh, my gosh. It's a teacher teaching perverted sex in schools. Uh, four. Oh, my gosh. A student's kind of offended um, at a teacher with a sexual remark. Uh, five, and now you got this big old fiasco going on. Hey, they got to come down and investigate that stuff. You can't just say we're not touching that one. Somebody's going to have to, quote, le- adjudicate it in their minds and decide what to do with it. And somebody's going to have to take action. Right? Yeah. Correct. And it's happening right now on 911 every day, all the time. Now, the big difference is, is they can actually now, instead of getting, and they do make discernment at the 911 dispatch when calls are coming in, and they are trying to, because they already have limited resources there as, a, as far as law enforcement, because that's kind of one of the biggest places. But, but it's you know, not really anonymous. They use all kinds of tracking to narrow it down right away from wherever it comes from and all kinds of other tools and techniques, right? Well, no, basically we kept it pretty simple. We're not jumping in and doing all kinds of crazy. Coming in, laying on a computer screen, there's a 911 operator there, pretty much the same kind of information that comes in. 
they can either just text back real quick and just say, what are you talking about? So they just are communicating now instead of on the phone when a person's panicking and they can't get what they need for information, they can text back real quick. And then if they feel at that point like, oh, hey, you know, the kid was skateboarding and was trying to do some, you know, fancy tricks, what landed on his head and he's bleeding. Please get us video. So they can actually narrow down on those things um, that are actually an emergency. And the other things they can basically put, you know, in queue and just say, we're not going to even go after that, which is what they do now. Um, so there will be a point of a real person sitting there who has to, like they do today, answer the phones, move them around. It's quite chaotic to see what the I 911 sure. operator In fact, do. you hear some of those calls that have been released, and I agree with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've yeah. brought up a lot of my concerns because I think America deserves healthy debate. My goal is not to bring Bruce Bodlock and Greg Hanna on the radio and just attack them. That's not my goal. My goal is to bring up central concerns that we all wisely should have. You trade your security or your liberty for security, and the founder said you'll have neither. So that concern should be front center. The website is tipnow.com, and here's the question for you. And I'm going to be very fair now and defend their position a little bit. I don't mean to be psychotic and play both sides. What I mean to do is bring out facts and evidence and information and thought processes to help this debate move forward in a meaningful, productive way. That's my goal. So don't, don't think that I'm just confused on this. I'm not. I'm just being fair about both sides. I don't bring on guests to attack them. It's against my religion. Okay, I just don't believe in that. That's bogus. That helps nobody. Okay, now, here in defense of Greg and Bruce, I would say this. Do you want 9-11 ran by your government entirely, or do you want tipnow.com to be the 9-11 updated replacement that has modern tech features ran by Christians? Which would you rather have? Because listen to me very carefully from a high-tech point of view, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? You will not not have this technology move forward. It will move forward. Technology is neither good nor bad. Technology just exists. It's in the hands of the user or those who control it. The question left is, who do you want to control it? All right, you want Christians, good people that put this together, families and professors and, and people who truly care about liberty? Or do you want just your government 9-11 uh, to take a gazillion dollars from you and supposedly upgrade only to be outdated tomorrow? Okay, what, what kind of a world do we want to live in? And sadly, this surveillance world is part of our future. We cannot avoid it. We cannot turn away from it. We cannot pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, Greg, do you want to respond to this? Because I, I think in all fairness, that's really the discussion, is it not? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, they're they're putting up 6G satellites and Elon Musk bought Twitter and we don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's a crazy individual there. I think about that, you know, because I worked for AT&T for 42 years. And uh, technology was my forte. I looked, worked on everything from fiber optics in the early 80s to uh, this last year. And it, it was uh, definitely technology. It wasn't going to slow down. And, uh, you know, that concerns me, you know, that um, we're being surveyed all the time. And everything you do, look at 2,000 mules. They tracked a guy that had a shooter and killed somebody, and they found the guy. So, I mean, that's that's a positive note as far as technology, but uh, you're right. You know, we're, 
the 2000 mule thing is the perfect example and people haven't even watched that movie i'm thinking holy smokes you know get out there and get on it but bruce bruce brought up a, a lot of good points uh you know that i hadn't thought about and i'm looking at the website now and a bunch of people are signing up sheriffs are signing up universities are signing up so like you you said you can't stop it you know it's it's going to go forward and i'm more with you that i am a christian and i will you know, let's say was it a kingdom builders meeting the other day and a good Christian organization. And we were talking about how we can work better in our communities and, and fix things and, and brainstorm how we can work within our community. Cause we're a community of only 189,000 people, uh, our County, uh, in Northern California. And, uh, you know, we're looking at rolling this out to 58 counties, hopefully, but you know, the same thing is, is what do we do before God prayerfully and, Hopefully, you know, people are uh, on their knees um, nationwide. They're on their knees. I, I'm praying because our country is going down fast. And I wasn't involved with politics or anything at all. Um, I moved up in the mountains to fish. And uh, I'm not doing a lot of fishing lately because I was looking at our country. We're losing our country. And I'm with you, Sam. We need to fight for our country. And it's going down fast. And, no, folks, just... you can't just vacate every venue you find distasteful and then wonder why it all goes wrong on the back end when our enemies, those who don't believe in what we believe in, those who don't share our common values and, and our concerns, when they decide that they're going to fill that void, that vacuum, and then before you know it, they control it all and we wonder why, what happened? That isn't a good plan either. Bruce, let's give the final word no. to you. Hopefully I've been fair and open. I don't want this to be an attack. That's not what this is about. It's about truly bringing up the concerns, addressing those concerns, uh, truly just having dialogue about this in an open, respectful manner. That's what this really is intended to be, and I hope we've done an okay job at it. No, you did a great yeah. job. Um, great actually job. extremely respectful, and um, I've worked in the media, and I can tell you on a, on a scale of 110 and niceness, you've been down there at the, at the top, you know, been very respectful and asked the right questions. And honestly, you're not asking any questions. We're not asking ourselves. Um, you know, we're big believers, you know, give up your security, you know, give up your, you think you're attaining security and you're losing your freedom. So we've got to find a balance. And Greg said it well, you know, we've got to get together and have these discussions on how we do it. But at least, you know, consciously as a group, and as we develop the softwares and things that we do, that is at our core uh, of how do we help without hurting is the way I would put it. All right. Um, Tipnow.com is the website for you guys to learn more about that. We're about out of time, but Greg brought up another point, too, because I said, look, all you got to do is get your kids out of the government school in the first place, uh, and then you don't need these uh, applications in your schools because, hey, you're at home where the good Lord intended you to be, or you're in a private school. And Greg goes, you know. We're starting multiple schools, to your point, Sam. Uh, so, Greg, why don't you give us a briefing on that? We may have you back to cover this in more detail, but at least it'll give people a little bit of an appetite and to learn where to go for more information on what you guys are working on. Well, um, we have a young lady uh, named Victoria that started this about four years ago, and COVID closed two of her schools down, and she started investigating how to better serve the community uh, in private schools because there's a lot of um, the charter schools and any private schools are pretty much governed by the government anyway. If they shut you down, you got to shut down because you're tied to a church or you're a charter school or whatever. And uh, she developed a school that uses several avenues to keep the government out and similar to having a homeschool. It's like a homeschool 
extra or light or whatever you want to call it. And uh, Victoria, who developed it, would be the better person to get together with. I've been helping her um, with events, you know, open houses and stuff like that. And she started another school here in our town here, and uh, she has 13 students. It's all accredited and academic where the kids can excel, and uh, they have their own workstation they work from. And they have people that, you know, are there to help them like a parent or whatever. And we started a second school. And uh, and basically the nuts and bolts were better explained by her because I'm bound to say something <laughs> not, not correctly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll add something to it real quick, Sam. It's super important. These, these kids go to school for three hours a day. We're academically blowing away public school. We're on par with private school education. The extra three hours they get left over, they go into town. We actually put these schools and locations into cities, strip malls, areas around where there's businesses and communities. They go in and volunteer into businesses so they get a, uh, exposed on what a job is, what things are, and they, they're learning as they're having real work experience. Uh, and the other beautiful thing is they have no homework. So they actually go home and they spend time with their families. And we've really worked this down to being around 350 to 450 bucks a month. That's it. Our schools are charging $23,000 a year per student in California now. And we're paying for it anyways. So why don't we do it better for less? There's no and doubt about it, Nova, ladies and gentlemen. Nova now, Studios. So Nova say Studios that one more time. The name of the school. Say it it's again. called you have a Nova website? Studios. Do you have a website? Uh, yeah, they have it. It's, it's at Nova with an A at the end of it, Studio. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Nova and then Studio with an A at the end of it. Apologize. Um, and you just Google it and it'll pop up. All right, Nova. It should be stu stu Studio Nova. StudioNova.com. All right, Studio Nova Schools. So they also consider them New Way Schools as well. Um, Studio yeah. Nova. I want to make sure you guys have that right so you guys could follow up and look at it. I'll tell you the last thing before the end of the hour that I really appreciate um, for Bruce and Greg is this. You know what? Thank you for doing something. We need Christians and good, honest, moral, liberty-loving Americans engaged in every aspect of our society. And it's it, you know it reminds me of the battle between the guys that say, hey, let's back the Republican Party, solve it that way, and the other guys are going, no, third party is the only way. I applaud both efforts. And I applaud your efforts for all that you folks are doing as well. Um, and you know what? We need to all get involved and engage and have these healthy dialogues. When we do, wonderful things happen. When we don't, I'm telling you, it doesn't go well, folks. I'm telling you right now. Bruce, thank you so much. Greg, thank you so much. You're welcome, Tipnow.com you. is the website. That's tipnow.com. Uh, and the other one is called Studia Nova. Uh, check it all out. Great work. Thanks, Greg, for contacting me. Thanks, Bruce, for your time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America, but we got to get involved. Will you help us? LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show.
All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. Well, I should say continues now. It is June 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. The goal to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration, using the checks and balances. That's who we are. That's what we do. We believe in the supreme law of the land. We believe in God, family, and country and the protection of life, liberty, and property. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. It is a Father's Day weekend. Father's Day is on Sunday. Happy Sabbath. Happy Father's Day to all of you. And a great welcome to Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingson.com. Welcome back, sir, and happy Father's Day to you and your lovely family. Well, thank you, Sam, and uh, the same to everybody that's a listener out there. Uh, we need to re-enthrone the traditional family in the eyes and minds of the people and recognize that fathers really do matter. In fact, uh, we have been brainwashed. I, I can't think of a better, nicer term to use. Uh, for so many decades now about the useless nature of fathers. The, you know, the sperm donor doesn't have anything to say about this or that or the other. At best, as a couch potato that's throwing corn chips at the TV when the football game's not going right. And um, the idiot that ever, he, anything he says, ha basically is discounted and tossed away. But uh, if someone, well, let me just, and maybe this isn't the path you want to take this, but for many years, uh, you know, our family started the uh, started participating in the homeschool movement in the bleeding edge years of that, where everybody, I mean, uh, my immediate family, my uh, wife's immediate family, everybody assumed the SWAT team was going to come around, kill my wife and I, take our kids away, put them in foster homes. Nobody could homeschool, and it was going to be a uh, a huge bloodbath. So we started doing that back in those days, but. Uh, it's become quite mainstream today, but as it was, I, I ended up going around speaking in different states even, different uh, little uh, homeschool conventions and all that kind of stuff. Some were quite large, actually, in other states. Uh, Utah has been way behind the curve in that, but uh, at any rate, we can talk about that at some point. But the fact of the matter is, I gave a talk quite a number of times of father's role in homeschooling, and... Uh, a lot of fathers say, hey, yeah, she's going to do that. I'm going to go to work and everything's going to be fine. And uh, the requirements of a team effort are overwhelming. And it just isn't in homeschool. It's in every aspect of the family dynamic. And if uh, fathers are unappreciated, discounted, cast off, or uninterested, you're setting yourself up for trouble. And, and I think a lot of societal ills today can be drawn back to the dysfunction uh, uh, in the American society of the traditional family. And fathers uh, better reassert their um, willingness to contribute in a meaningful way in all of the family situations, or we're going to continue to degrade. And the, and the family will continue to dissolve. And when that's happened, we will have complete chaos in society, in society because the family is the foundation of, of a stable society. In fact, we could maybe talk. I don't know where you want to go with this, Sam, but I've got in my book a uh, review of, of something that happened not, not long after the Soviets took control in Russia, uh, the Bolshevik Re Revolution in 1919. The Sarlov anarchists, which were a particularly vir virulent and dangerous uh, kind of faction, 
they put out a uh, a decree that there could be no more private property, you know, including wives. All women were declared property of the state, and any man could make use of a woman if he was a member of the party, or he paid the party a fee, of course, you know. So anyway, it just, just blew society up, and they found that society unraveled so quickly that they had to withdraw that, that declaration, but it was, there's, you know, evidence right there, if there was none other out there, of the importance of this traditional melded, welded family that God originally ordained, you know, man and woman, uh, cleaving unto their spouse, you know, and none else, leave their father and their mother and, and become this new unit. Uh, it's something that right from the very beginning we were told really worked, but uh, society today has kind of forgotten that. Anyway, maybe I went off on a tirade before you were done with your introduction. I don't know. No, you so. didn't. You did perfect. Now, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Father's Day 2022 to all of you. And I want to really highlight this. Dads, how important are they really? Right? Um, new research highlights value of fathers, says the mainstream press. Now, I appreciate that. That's a great headline, but I want to just tell you that, look, study after study after study after study after study, you're getting bored with it, right, um, have highlighted the value of a father and a mother, of a male and a female, together in love and fidelity, bringing children into the world and teaching them about God, family, and country. And you know what? Every study, really, that's, a, that's an honest study, has doubled down on the value of a father in the home, an engaged father. A father who spends his time. It's, it's one thing to, to bring in money and support the family. It's another thing to protect, to defend. It's another to teach children about the value of their mother and respect for their mother and vice versa for the father. And, okay, all these things. There's not a single study that's a genuine study that doesn't double down in defense of this traditional family. However, in our society, in the culture war today, we sadly thumb our nose at all the evidence. Not only is it biblical. Not only is it societal, not only is it, but yet every single study doubles down in defense thereof, but we seem to set it at naught. And on this Father's Day, I think it's high time we focus on uh, the reality here. We cannot divorce ourselves from reality and then wonder why everything's falling apart. You know what? Family is where stability and safety and protection, uh, morality, all these things happen. Okay? The family is ground zero for the morality of the nation. And I'm telling you, we simply set it at naught. And I bring this up, and they're like, oh, there goes Sam again. But every TV show mocks fathers. He's the idiot buffoon without a clue. Dad, shut up and give me your credit card and the car keys. Okay, you're an idiot. Kind of an idea. And we've got to stop this. We have got to turn around and double down in defense of the traditional family and say, look, fathers and mothers matter. A friend of mine, his name is Sean Bergen. He literally was a TV anchor in New York. And uh, he went to, uh, he goes to crime scenes and reports live and everything. He went to this crime scene and it was just a disaster. And he made the comment, you know, if we just had fathers in the home, they flat out fired him. Folks, this is not a racial issue. This is not a black issue, a white issue. The next thing they'll say is I'm a racist because, you know what, white families have dads in homes and black families don't. No, they'll try to divide and conquer the discussion in a deceitful, dishonest, immoral Destroy the culture war kind of a way. Folks, we've got to stop this. We've got to stand up and say, look, where are the solutions? Every single study is unequivocally clear.
This is not even debatable. Uh, but yet, somehow they dismiss it, and it's like, why don't you give your, your son Johnny some, some uh, drugs to change his sex? He thinks he's a girl, Dad. Uh, Dad, you're an idiot. You, you don't agree? You're gone. Mom, you're in charge. Whatever the case may be, government is dividing families. Government is attacking fatherhood. Uh, husbandhood, all these things that are fundamental cornerstones of a stable family, which is the central discussion about what society will mirror or look like down the line. These issues are critical, Doctor. Again, as you always do to me, Sam, you throw me these uh, this ball of string and that I got to keep pulling on. There's so many angles we could play on this, and you and you've touched on so many essential ones. Uh, one that uh, I'll, just, I'll start off with, with right now uh, is, you know, you said government is at odds with family, and, and that's absolutely true. You say, how is that? What would you say? Well, the welfare state has entered the picture, and very often if there is a father in the home, they will not pay out the full benefits. And so they encourage a single mom uh, or a uh, a broken family kind of situation so that there's a uh, welfare state check that will come in. The projects, you know, that you see in some of the large American cities are filled with broken families. And they're also filled with crime, with drugs, with, I mean, with all sorts of the, the most filthy, vile, destructive practices that, uh, that absolutely tear the guts out of American society. But with the nanny state, they, they have this concept that, well, here we're going to, yeah, we're, we'll take care of everybody if they'll do it our way. You know, you mentioned the black family. There was a period of time in the United States where probably there were more uh, black fathers in homes than there were white fathers in homes, statistically. Um, uh, now, you, you, would, you have to admit, and I admit, that today that statistic has flipped. Uh, I'm not saying every white father that's in a home is a paragon of strength and instruction for his family. But the fact of the matter is that there was a period of time until the nanny state got involved and started to basically destroy the traditional values. There was a period of time when black families had uh, a masculine role in the home. And, and we've gotten away from that. I mean, uh, I mean, I think back when I was in the service, 50, almost 53 years ago now, um, <clears throat> there was a, a thing I saw with a lot of black kids that were in the service with me. They got a, a facial disorder called folliculitis. It was they got bumps on the skin uh, where they shaved. And um, uh, the uh, it's where their hair curls back into the, into the skin. I'll tell you what this has to do with what we're talking about after the break, I guess. If you're interested, tell me to just shut up and we'll move on if you want. But Ladies and but gentlemen, the, we're doubling down on the value of fathers in the home and in society. Fathers and husbands, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just talk about fathers without husband in the mix as well. Liberty Roundtable, live with Dr. Scott Bradley. 
We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Back with you live, Dr. Scott Bradley with us. Said he was in the service just over 50 years ago, and there was black gentlemen uh, in his group. And they had, uh, when they shaved, they had all kinds of problems with their skin, you were saying, Dr.? Well, it's, I think, a direct result of not having a man in their life. Um, I mean, I'm not talking about a boyfriend, as all your listeners would probably understand easily. I'm talking about a mentor that taught them some of the things. It's a very simple thing. This folliculitis is, a, is where the, you shave and the hair turn, tends to curve back into the skin and get, become an ingrown hair, Let's, you know, for lack of a better term. And it causes a, a bumpiness on the skin. And, um, uh, well, what, what do white guys do when they shave? They normally shave against the grain. And, uh, and that's how you get a closer shave. If you do that with, with uh, the type of hair that uh, was growing on the face of these black guys, it tends to cut it to the point that it curves back into the skin. If you shave with the grain, you don't have that problem. Black kids knew that back in the 20s and 30s. But uh, in the 60s, they didn't know that uh, because they didn't have a dad in the home. And, uh, I mean, it's a simple, stupid thing. I mean, how do you shave, boy? Well, you put the razor up there and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, uh, there, there was a, a racial slash ethnic difference based upon hair type. And uh, I saw so many kids with that folliculitis. And, uh, and it was solved by using the appropriate, you know, 
shaving technique. And, and, and so, I mean, yeah, 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 it's a simple thing. Father's in the home. They could have taught him that. But what about leadership? What about caring? What about this stewardship of, of uh, protecting and, and keeping the family um, from, uh, uh, you know, disillusion and destruction and, and uh, providing for them and all that kind of good stuff, you know? It, it's just bizarre what has happened once we've got rid of the dad. So, anyway, that, that was just a little side note, I'm sure. But there go on you have it, here. and the importance of dads are important. Here's the latest headline that I think directly relates to moms and dads. You see, moms teach their daughters how to be women, how to be moms, how to be wives, how to be lovers, how to be all. Okay, dads teach sons how to do the same. They teach the children how to have appropriate relationships, how to treat each other with respect and dignity and honor. How to, now, dads and moms aren't perfect, but they do. But right now, the latest headline says this, quote, sex reassignment surgery, uh, sex reassignment drugs increase suicide risk. New studies confirm. Well, folks, when you're confused about your gender because society engenders creates confusion. this confusion and then they're confused and then moms and dads or the, the lack thereof you know don't know what to do then these kids get on these drugs then they're all suicidal then everybody wonders what do we do now if i come out and say this hey get them off the drugs teach them that male and female created he them teach them god's word on the topic then they say you know what sam you're just a hater you're just a bigot. You don't respect. These poor people are confused already, and you're just adding insult to injury. Everything you're saying is just hurtful and evil and wrong, and, and that's the narrative. But, you know, if we add moms and dads and teaching the women to be feminine and the men to be masculine uh, and teaching the proper roles and teaching how to behave and how to, you know what, you can be a tough guy when needs be, but very gentle as a father when needs be. You know, as a woman, that doesn't mean just because she's feminine that she's not strong in her own way and, and, and very tough. The women of yesteryear, the pioneer women, uh, they, they weren't uh, wimps. I'm telling you this right now. So we're not talking about that confusing ideology. Uh, we're talking about proper roles, roles that are designed to complement one another rather than be adversarial to one another. A father in the home does not mean the mother's shut down. A dad in the home does not mean kids don't have any autonomy to learn and grow and use their agency wisely. A husband in the home does not mean a wife is, is barefoot and pregnant all the time in the kitchen, uh, downtrodden and abused. And, okay, these are the, the ideas that they teach. Every bit of it is a lie designed to destroy families in the culture war, led by Satan himself. Dr. Bradley, pull on that thread, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, there's uh, uh, scripturally, you can go back and look at God-ordained roles. And uh, how historically those roles have been done. Uh, there's been times society has gotten way off whack, if you will, and and that's because of man's lack of wisdom and this uh, losing track of the God ordained situation. But I I think back in the um, French Revolution, you know, uh, marriage was considered to be slavery, and uh, they adopted the atheism as the official religion of France. France has never really recovered from the French Revolution. I mean, you look at Macron and his buffoonery and everything else that's going on there. A lot of the French people are sorely taxed, not only just with taxes, but with idiots that are at the head of the government. But um, uh, I think uh, the French Revolution still has adverse re uh, reactions now that are continuing even all these hundreds of years later. 
And and what happened in the French Revolution is they they uh, basically dissolved marriage and um, the the traditional family and. Uh, uh, little boys could only stay with their family until they were about five years old, and then they went to a, a state nanny system where there was daycare, if you will, to raise the boys. Uh, the French have been whacked ever since that happened, but that's where in a modern time we start to see this dissolution of the family where they they uh, continue. Now, of course, most of your listeners probably are aware that the, the Illuminists and, and uh, those guys that were involved in that were the precursors of the League of Just Men who were the precursors of the Communist Party. And it just evolved by changing names. But, but their uh, desire, uh, their uh, credo, if you will, from that time forward uh, is, has always been, you know, the, to get rid of the family. Now, they're going to get rid of traditional religion and, and uh, uh, go- government, society as it was understood and all that. All those things are tenets of what these movements were about. But one of the central themes was the disillusion of the traditional family. That's how it's always been. And we talk oftentimes on your program about, you know, the multifaceted attacks that are being made uh, against everything. And again, communism is based in, you know, the League of Just Men, the Illuminists, come see, come saw. It's all the same thing, okay? Uh, They're all... uh, the whole basis of that is conflict uh, at the beginning. You turn things against each other, men against women, uh, fathers against children, uh, uh, the bourgeois against the proletariat, you know, management against labor, uh, whatever. Uh, and, and you kind of capitalize on the conflict and the turmoil that happens until ultimately uh, capitalize. That's a strange thing with communism, isn't it? Anyway. Uh, you capitalize on that conflict and the disruption to overthrow society. And, and so this is just one aspect of what's going on in society right now, the destruction of the family, which is core, absolutely. There's no getting around that. But, but it is something that is planned, and it's being carried out magnificently. The media, the laws that are being passed, uh, fathers become uh, unimportant very often, Oh yeah, they'll maybe get an order to provide a uh, a, a uh, financial level of support, but that is so superficial in comparison to everything else that's needful, and um, and so the courts basically are are part of this program. So are the uh, entertainment programs that are going on, and we just are being attacked at every single level, and and the attack is. Largely, largely successful today in that particular aspect of it, and that's one of the reasons we have, I think, violence that we're seeing unrestrained on the streets in Chicago, for example, and uh, in public education, and uh, the, uh, of course, hmm, the media contributes to that with its uh, glorification through video games and and uh, the silver screen. All of this stuff combines together, and it's a well-laid plan. It works. Uh, and I'm not saying it's a good plan that it works. I'm saying it does work, and this satanic effort is uh, a well-honed kind of program. I always tell people Satan's not creative. He's he's just a a dull grab uh, bureaucrat, you know, like an Adolf Eichmann kind of guy. He's carrying out uh, with efficiency a plan, and the plan has been proven to work time and time and time again, 
And he's just playing it again in our day. And, and we're suckers for it if we fall for it. Father's got to come home. Mother's got to come home. We've got to gather together and, and love and cherish each other as God ordained in the beginning. And the children that come in the home are a blessing to the home. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, I can't imagine that people aren't saying to themselves, whoa, what am I missing out on for whatever I'm pursuing this week? So sounds like we've got to take another break. Roger that. Hang tight. I got a couple of headlines that'll knock your socks off as we celebrate Father's Day and the love of our Heavenly Father and how we ought to mirror that love in our families. God save the Republic. Hang tight. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Thousands of heads of cattle in Kansas have died as the heat wave continues to scorch the United States. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment said at least 2,000 heads of cattle have died since Tuesday because of the heat. A.J. Tarpoff, veterinarian at Kansas State University, said the temperature spiked, the humidity spiked, and the wind speed dropped. End quote. A doctor who pushed the anti-vaccine movement was sentenced to two months in prison on Thursday by the January 6th Commission and the Department of Justice. Simone Gold will also endure one year of supervised release after the jail term and has been ordered to pay $10,000 in fines and restitution. China launched its third aircraft carrier on Friday. The Fujian is named after the province across the water from Taiwan. President Xi has made overhauling the world's largest armed forces a central part of his agenda. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 1-800-888-7630 and you're guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. On top of his four titles, Stephen Curry has two regular season MVPs, two scoring titles, and a finals MVP. Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Michael Jordan are the only other players in NBA history to match or exceed all three benchmarks. The Golden State Warriors are world champs after defeating the Boston Celtics in Game 6 last night, 103-90. to There's only one House seat for the great state of Alaska, and the race for the vacant seat is heating up. Republican former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, Republican Nick Begich, and Independent Al Gross have advanced to the August special election for the state's only U.S. House seat. All three were among 48 candidates in last Saturday's special primary for the seat, which was left vacant following the death in March of Republican Representative Don Young, who had held the seat for 49 years. The top four vote-getters in the special primary primary advanced to a special election August 16th. 
From the Texas USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Victor Paul. USA Radio News. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. It is Father's Day this Sunday, a day we should be celebrating in America, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? The culture war rocks everything we hold dear. So sex reassignment drugs increase. Suicide risk. New study confirms. Uh, why we're really talking about this is beyond me. But look, you got to ask yourself in the culture war, what's next besides transgender? Pervert the gender, mutilate the genitals in sex reassignment surgery, put them on drugs that are shown to increase suicide risk, and then run around and act like, oh, we got to stop suicide. It's really horrible. What? You're causing it with everything you're doing. Here's how bad it's got, and here's what they're going to push next. Are you ready? I know this is shocking. I know this is not pleasant for Father's Day, but we better dig in and deal with the culture issues while we can, or it's going to be too late. Here's the headline. The Daily Wire featured a post with this headline. Are you ready? This is shocking, but here it is. Love wins. Cosmo pushes incest. This is what it's like to fall in love with your brother. Anyway, it's a, it's a uh, sickening, I don't know what you want to call it, tale. But they then claim that this has scientific backing, that it's natural to fall in love with your brother, your mother, your son, your sister, your whatever. They say it's a scientific phenomenon. Uh, pretty soon they'll have it in the DSM-3, whatever, 6, 3R6 or whatever it is, uh, the psychological manual. You know, First this stuff's crazy, then it's normalized. So listen, what will we do when those who practice incest start self-identifying as such document it with a psychiatric term to normalize it and then begin demanding their so-called rights, ladies and gentlemen. Rights means the right to get married, complete tolerance, and a demand in society, right, to accept this, to treat it as normal, to back that play. Dr. Bradley, this is what we're dealing with. I know this isn't pleasant on Father's Day, but it is important that we talk about these things. That is their agenda. That's next. What's after incest? Animals. That kind of stuff. I don't mean to get too graphic on this show, but folks, we better wake up. We better deal with these things and stand up for traditional values while we can. We at first think we're just going along and being kind, but we are absolutely being deceived. Dr. Bradley. Well, it is a, a step-by-step process, and, and people say, oh, a dominoes effect, that things just don't happen like that. Yeah, they do. They really do. The fall of things happen sequentially based upon the dropping of one more A or value or whatever along the path. Uh, the belief systems are undermined constantly. And, and uh, I always, uh, you know, just first let's say, you know, people that say, oh, sex is a, a fluid kind of thing. You can change and flip and flop and be this or that or the other depending on where you are in your life. But um, so they go and they do these irreversible uh, mutilations that happen and it's like, okay, so how are you going to change again now? 
now that you've gone through this. I mean, this is pretty permanent stuff. Um, you know, the restoring things the way they were are not going to happen. So, so yeah, you make some pretty big changes, big uh, decisions, uh, whether it's puberty block blocking things or these uh, mutilations that they do that truly are and have been considered to be some of the most diabolical things that anybody could ever do to anybody at any time in all of society. Uh, but yet today we're saying, oh, no, no, we've got to facilitate this. But but it's interesting to me, uh, I've told the story many times of, of uh, when you get lost, the first thing you do is just sit down and look at your back trail, okay? And uh, you look at all of the familiar landmarks. And uh, don't lose your head. Don't do something crazy. All of these things apply if you're out in the deep woods and you suddenly realize, I don't even know where the heck I am. And I think that's where a lot of these people really are nowadays. And the first thing needs to happen is somebody, somebody in a trusted position that, that loves them, uh, can say, let's, let's sit down and talk about this. Let's get back on the trail. But the back trail is very well marked. And as we've said so many times on your program, the origin and basis of the American society is a, is a free and a happy society where people were self-governing and were able to become what uh, th their true potential was, uh, were all found based on the on the scriptures. Uh, that was the, uh, you know, again, we've talked about how when people looked in microscopes and telescopes for the first time, they saw order in the universe, whether it's the most infinitely small things they'd never visually, you know, considered before or to the most infinitely large issues. There's, there's a... Uh, sign of, of creative hand, of purpose. And, and that's how the American founders came to the idea with the, their mentors, the Blackstones and the Locks and the, uh, you know, the, uh, the scriptures that they used. And the, they just, the Montesquieu's, the scriptures were always in the middle of this thing. And, uh, and so society had some, shall we say, guidelines. This idea about incest is clearly defined in, in the scriptures. And any time that it's been varied from, there's been an unhappy ending. It doesn't end up happily ever after. It just doesn't. I mean, you look at the ancient Greeks and the Oedipus uh, stories. Uh, it's, it's just society recognized that things just did not turn out well when you followed that path. And, and so we do have a, a, a well-proven, a, a well-marked path that says, okay, do these things, you'll have a lot better chance of not really fouling things up. And that was the whole basis of the American experiment, if you will. Let's make people happy by abiding in these principles that are eternal. And uh, part of the eternal plan, I mean, probably the very basis of the most eternal part of the eternal plan is, is the family relationship. And, and I tell people, I really, truly believe God is a family man. I mean, he, he called, he says, call me father. I mean, the Savior called him Father. He says, my God, your God, my Father, your Father. And and he is a Father. That is the denomination that he is fulfilling. And he's a loving Father. And and the family relationship is eternal. That's the perspective that I bring to the discussion. And I'm absolutely unequivocally convinced of that. And the greatest role model we have of a good Father is our Father in Heaven. And so... We start looking to these back trails, and we start saying, hey, I can find my way through the woods if, if I follow these, uh, these markers that have been given. You know, these commandments, you know, the, the incestuous things, they were given as commandments. You go look in De Deuteronomy, and you go, holy cow. 
they're pretty specific about this stuff. And as they normalize things, as they, it gets off track, the farther off in the woods you get, and you're talking about bestiality following on ultimately. Yeah, you get off far enough on the track when you're lost in the woods, and pretty soon you're really in deep, and you're not going to find your way back. And finding your way back from some of these things where this is going is going to be really difficult. When you do these mutilation surgeries, you're not coming back, and, and you're going to be mighty unhappy. When you finally realize, holy cow, chemically altering my mindset, and I've now mutilated my body to the point that it will not function as it was designed, it leads to a greater propensity towards depression and ultimately to suicide. You will see a, a more unhappy society, and, and you can't get rid of that by saying, oh, we've got to be more accepting. If these people want to mutilate their bodies, let's just have them be happy about it. No. Your heart of hearts someday is going to talk to you and say, good grief, what the heck was I thinking? And the depth and breadth of the sorrow is unfathomable. And in mortality, you just uh, try as you might. You can't come back from some of these things. And I, I know that God is, is filled with grace and, and ultimately and finally in his goodness and mercy. There may be something in the eternities that works out. <laughs> But if you want to be happy in this life, follow the program that he outlined. And the basis of the founders in this nation, it came out of the scriptures. The basis of families came out of the scriptures. The basis of individual uh, divinely assigned roles came out of the scriptures. And, uh, and we've got to go back to that. And you can't, with all the psychological mumbo-jumbo that's out there, you can't get around that. It just will not work. And, and so I guess we need to encourage people to take a deep breath, sit down in the woods if you're lost, and look at your back trail and start finding a way back. God will help you. Uh, he's, he's there, and I, I'm convinced that he'd like us all to be happy. I'm absolutely convinced of that. And we're not going to be happy following the, the pseudoscience, psychological mumble-jumble, this metaphysical anything can mean anything and all, uh, nothing at all. Uh, we're going to end up finding out we got nothing at all, ultimately. The family, we need to go back to it. So, Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much to discuss with regards to these things. There's so many different uh, tidbits. I want to leave this subject, though. We've, we've celebrated Father's Day. We've warned in the culture war what we need to do. All studies show that fathers and mothers are the solutions. That's God's plan in action, if you will. The family, the fundamental unit of society is God-ordained. Let's not leave that safe harbor, please. Liberty Roundtable in seconds. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they use the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note, one, that behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. 
Note two, Henry Ford was a capitalist and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the new Jerusalem, Revelation 21. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley with me. There's so much to talk about this that we'll never cover it all anyways. So I got a couple of interesting headlines that I want to highlight. I don't know if you know, but Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, her name is Kimberly Guilfoyle. And so you say, who is Kimberly Guilfoyle? Well, it's Gavin Newsom's ex-wife. But now Kimberly Guilfoyle is the fiance of Donald Trump Jr., was the girlfriend for a long time. She's been on the campaign trail with him and everything else. Now, after Donald Trump and others have been raising money saying, hey, help us, we got to really fight back. We need money from you and your family. Now it turns out that Kimberly Guilfoyle was paid $60,000 to introduce Trump Jr., so Donald Trump Jr., on January 6th at a rally. She literally got up there, spoke for two and a half to three minutes, uh, and it's now evidence that she got $60,000 for that, quote, introduction. Um, Americans are kind of having a problem with this stuff, Dr. Bradley. <laughs> we just got done talking about incest. I mean, and you say, what? Well, it, it to me, the movers and shakers in society today are playing an incestuous game. Virtually all of the politicians, I mean, you know, you look in Utah. I mean, let's just take our home state, for example. If you want to win in Utah, the vast majority of people that win have to be Republicans. I mean, and that's, and they, oh, boy, this is the, uh, the common folk. You know, you and I look at it and say, oh, they got an R behind their name. They must be good guys or gals. And the fact of the matter is they know that you can't win if you don't have an R behind your name. And so they do whatever they can to uh, kind of infest your mind with the idea that, oh, you're, I'm a Republican, and so you reelect me. And then what do they do? They promote concepts that are the antithesis of the American way. The, the R or D uh, dynamic or paradigm in Utah is a complete upside down and backward thing. Uh, you know, our last Democrat governor left in, I think, in 1985, Governor Scott Matheson. I'm not promoting him as an icon of good government. He was in favor of Equal Rights Amendment and abortion and a whole bunch of other things that were fatal flaws, in my opinion. But every Republic, everybody since then has been a Republican, and not a one of them has had the principles that he had. Uh, they, they throw a bone to the society, uh, 
uh, here and there and say, oh, look, look, I'm pro-life or I, I'm for the Second Amendment or whatever. But by and large, they go to bigger, more tyrannical government that undermines and destroys. They're, they're all in favor of being able to control and manipulate the elections. All of these things happen. Now, you say that Gavin Newsom's wife or ex-wife uh, is now palling around with uh, Donald Trump's son. I say, oh, what would you expect? I mean, stop and think about it for a minute. These guys play both ends against the middle. You know, they're all so accepting of the new sexual revolution or through the some flaky, weird program that, uh, you know, 50 years ago, our society would have said, huh? Huh? What's going on? But but nowadays they they switch it, if you will. It's not just a sexual thing; it's a political thing. And um, I just and it, yeah, hold on, sh- not, it's not just a political thing; it's a force society thing. Uh, big business and money and and propaganda and perverse education agendas and it, it's it's a force thing. If we don't put things on a the scale we've got to weigh in, there's a, a group in Utah that says don't think left and right, think right and wrong. And I think there's a lot to that. We've got to start thinking in terms of principles-based. Put it in the right scale. Uh, and the right scale in terms of government, uh, fundamental government, or we're found in the baseline principles that this nation was founded on, for example. Uh, the, the right scale about you know these sexual issues is found in the basis of God's design for us. I mean, every single thing you've got to put in the right scale, and this idea of right and left, this idea of fascist versus communist, it's all tyranny. It'll all take you to the wrong side of the scale. You know, it's all satanic in its design because it undermines the the baseline of God's ordained plan for the happiness of his children. And and so start putting things in the right scale. You know, you see, you know, uh, the, the statue with scales and the balancing and everything like that, you've got to figure out what scales you're going to use because what in society is doing now is they're suddenly Gavin Newsom's wife probably has it all right. Mitt Romney was governor of Massachusetts. I mean, now, now, in your right mind, think for a moment. How do people in Massachusetts put someone in office? It's not based upon conservatism, if you will, in the vernacular they use today. No, it's the liberalism in the vernacular they use today. And again, I don't like those terms because we tend to compartmentalize a a lack of understanding that way. But Mitt Romney was not elected to the governor of Massachusetts because he was a paragon of American founding principles. He comes to Utah, and I I can tell you, so many times I talk to people, they say, oh, he deceived me, and I voted for him in Utah as a senator. Well, no, he, he showed his colors decades ago. You know, he admitted in discussions back in the 90s, oh, yeah, he was pro-abortion uh, back in, in 1970, prior to Roe v. Wade. I mean, but people don't understand the principle-based, and, and so suddenly he's in Utah, and he's this great Republican, and, yes, uh, we can vote for him because of his church association and because of his R behind his name. And, and what do you get? You, you get the rattlesnake you picked up. And you knew what it was. You should have known what it was when you picked it up. And and so I, I would say we've got to stop picking rattlesnakes up because they say they've changed their, their ways. Um, rattlesnakes are more noble than most politicians. At least they warn you before they bite you. 
politicians are biting you all the time. And, and people say, yeah, but he's a Republican. You know, we can, we can trust him. Look at what Mitt Romney's doing to the Second Amendment right now, for example. And I didn't want to change this to a Mitt Romney discussion because that could get rather vicious pretty quickly. But the point of the matter is we've got to start using the right scale to use to judge politics and virtually everything in society because we're using the wrong scale nowadays and, and we've been co-opted out of the correct scales. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a very serious issue. And what really is at the core of this in my mind, Dr. Bradley, is the manipulated relative, relativism reasoning. Okay, anything you point to to God's law, anything you point to to your feelings or will be crushed on this altar of scientific, scientific evidence. You know, you're just propagandized by religion. You're just this, you're just that. And I don't know that we can discuss this from a logical point of view, these culture war decisions about fathers, about um, all these different topics, uh, transgender, incest, any, any of these topics. I don't know that we can reason through with these people because what happens is it's a mental disorder at first, but then as it becomes normalized, they want you to believe it's a mental disorder to push back against it. Um, you know, so there you have it. Where do we go with this culture war? I don't think we can discuss or reason our way through this with these people. You know, Sam, I don't think that some people are far wrong. I mean, their their inference is way wrong, but but they're but they're not far wrong when they say you're propagandized by religion. And you go, what, Bradley? This doesn't sound like you. Yeah, no, 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 no. We have, in violation of the First Amendment uh, of the U.S. Constitution, a violation of this um, religious issue. We have a state religion today. That state religion is propagandized, if you will, through the entire public education system. They are, if you will, the seminaries of that false religion. You go to the universities and you go to their temple and become trained by some of the highest priests of these, this religion. The religion is, is secular humanism. And those that practice it realize it is a faith-based uh, process. And it's a faith-based, but it doesn't have a, a divine God. What it has is a worship of the wisdom of man. Of course, they manipulate that, and you know how stable that becomes. And so what happens is we are being propagandized into a false religion from the time your child is basically born, because you were too when you were growing up. The fact is that this false religion has become the de facto American religion. It is a civil religion that has no divine God, and, and we worship at the altar constantly. And so what is being taught there? I've got a chapter in my book about uh, education and freedom. And when we compare and contrast the educational processes that were fo followed at the founding of this nation and what we do today, and truly, if you read the Humanist Manifestos, there's three of them out. They're little tiny pamphlets, basically. You can read them in one sitting if you can stomach it. But it's a godless religion. It is a religion that promotes um, diversity of uh, sexuality and abortion and uh, democratic socialism and uh, the demise of the family. I mean, everything that we're talking about today is being propagandized into the American child from the time they're born, basically. And so y you can see why people get confused. If you read those manifestos with your eyes open, you'll say, wait, wait, wait. I see why we have problems in our schools. We can't differentiate between right and wrong. You know, there's no, 
idea that uh, that God has a plan, Satan has a plan, and and they're it's it's evolutionary based, it's chaos based. There is nothing there that gives anybody any stability. They can hang their belief system on, except for an unstable, unstable, I guess I should say, um, stable as water kind of thing that just sloshes around, and whatever comes out, here's what the psychologists are now saying is normal. Incest is best, or whatever. I mean, what? how bizarre is that? And and so we've lost our bearings, and it's because of a false religion, Sam. And, I mean, that's at least in part of it. It's it's a diabolical plan to take away our Christianity, the basis of our fundamental everything in society. And the family is one of the things that's suffering so dramatically. These All these murders that are happening in schools, the, the uh, economic chaos that's happening, the political dross that's floated to the surface and, and is promoting tyranny right and left, the false money system, the whole basis of it, we've lost track of, of uh, our trail, and we've started running through the woods. And uh, it's been going on long enough now. I mean, Dewey put forth his stuff in the 1930s, uh, John Dewey, the quote-unquote father of modern American education. The man was uh, one of those minions of Satan that helped, and by the way, I've met with and discussed with individuals that personally knew uh, John Dewey, and uh, they hold him in the highest regard. And by the way, these people have held the highest positions in university settings where they teach the teachers. This is what Dewey put in. He started at Columbia, and, and they teach the teachers that go out and there propagandize your children. And they say, oh, no, Dewey was just a, a magnificent man. Well, you look at his drivel that he promoted. I mean, him and Marx and Engels, and you look at, uh, oh, uh, John Maynard Keynes, you look at Freud, uh, th uh, you look at Darwin. Yeah, these are the high priests of the destruction of America. And uh, their ideas are promoted unequivocally, constantly in America. We've got to turn our back back to the, the God that gave us breath and start following his plan, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, it's absolutely time to get involved in the culture war. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't, you're going to get absolutely run over. I'm telling you right now, we better stand together for that which we hold dear. It, it is about God, family, and country. It is about the protection of life, liberty, and property. FreedomsRisingSun.com is Dr. Scott Bradley's website. FreedomsRisingSun.com. LibertyRoundTable.com. LovingLiberty.net. BrighteonRadio.com. Spread the word. Share the love. We declare this nation shall endure. Happy Father's Day to all of you. God save the Republic of the United States of America.